get it big, get it here. Listen to all your live mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR, Ghana Talks Radio. We bring you local news, business news, international sports and entertainment news right here on GTR. GTR. Hello, good evening and welcome to the evening news on Ghana Talks Radio. Coming up, Ghana and 53 others on UK's red list for health workers recruitment. Prisons officer allegedly inflicts wounds on Hetzman at Ejura Mkwanta. And also Ghana Talks piracy ranking in Gulf of Guinea. This business and showbiz is coming in the evening's bulletin. The news will be read by Awin Temi Akansukum. Now, the details. Ghana has been included in a list of 54 countries that should not be actively targeted for recruitment by health and social care employers. This announcement was made by the UK government in its revised Code of Practice for International Recruitment of Health and Social Care Personnel published on the NHS Employers website. The Code of Practice for International Recruitment states that some deploring countries such as Ghana, Nigeria, Cameroon and Cote d'Ivoire should not be targeted when actively recruiting health or social care professionals. A release on the NHS website stated that the countries listed have a UHC service coverage index that is lower than 50 and a density of doctors, nurses and midwives that is below the global median that's 48.6 per 10,000 population. However, the list doesn't prevent individual health and social care personnel from independently applying to health and social care employers for employment in the UK of their own accord and without being targeted by a third party such as a recruitment agency or employer. The countries placed on the red list of no active recruitment under the code are Afghanistan, Angola, Bangladesh, Benin, Burkina Faso, Burundi, Cameroon, Central Africa Republic, Chad, Comoros, Congo, Democratic Republic of Congo, Cote d'Ivoire, Djibouti, Equatorial Guinea, Eritrea, Ethiopia, Gabon, The Gambia, Ghana, Guinea, Guinea-Bissau, Haiti, Kiribati, Lao People's Democratic Republic, Lesotho, and Liberia. The rest are Madagascar, Malawi, Mali, Mauritania, Federated States of Micronesia, Mozambique, Niger, Nigeria, Pakistan, Papua New Guinea, Rwanda, Samoa, Senegal, Sierra Leone, Solomon Island, Somalia, South Sudan, Sudan, United Republic of Tanzania, Togo, Uganda, Republic of Yemen, Zambia, and Zimbabwe. Now, in other stories, a senior officer of the Ghana Prison Service has allegedly attacked a 45-year-old man with a sharp object at Ejira Mkwanta in the Ejira Sechredomasi municipality of the Ashanti region. 
The officer is said to have assaulted Abdullah Yaro after the victim allowed his cattle to destroy his maize farm. Speaking to the media, resident community members said the officer has no farm near where the cattle grazed. The victim, who is currently at St. Luke Hospital, has a deep cut all over his body, including the head. Narrating his ordeal, the victim said the officer met him around his residence and inquired why the herdsman has brought his cattle around his area and accused him of destroying his maize farm. Abdullah Yaro said before he could deny it, the officer spattered his face with pepper spray and attacked him. Speaking to the media, the victim's wife, Bintu Abdullah, said the incident occurred at the officer's house where he built a room and reared livestock but not on any farm. The victim's wife denied allegations that her husband pulled a weapon first before the officer overpowered him. She therefore appealed to government and other relevant authorities to intervene for the sake of justice. Now, with Nigeria recording no piracy incident in 2022, Ghana and Angola have risen to the top of the list of countries reporting piracy incident in the Gulf of Guinea. Data from the International Maritime Bureau's Piracy Reporting Center, IMBPRC, have shown the data indicator that Akrade Anchorage and Luanda Anchorage were both included in the IMBPRC's list of worldwide ports with three or more reported incidents of piracy in 2022, with more than two-thirds of the events occurring while ships were anchored or disembarked. The country ranks highest in the percentage of incidents with 33%, with Angola scoring 24% last year, the IMBPRC pointed out. That's why the trend in Ghana and Angola, the IMB explained that the increased presence of naval vessels and cooperation between coastal authorities in the Gulf of Guinea continues to positively impact the piratical activities reported in Africa. Interestingly, South Africa and Egypt made their first appearance in the IMB PRC's report in more than six years. Meanwhile, a non-profit group, Ocean Beyond Piracy, says the cost of maritime piracy in West Africa reached more than $1.2 billion in 2021. The overall number of incidents reported in the region last year decreased by 46% compared to 2021 and by a factor of 4 compared to 2020, the report said. Crew kidnapping have equally increased from 57 crew members taking in seven separate incidents during 2021 to two crew members taking in a single incident in 2022. The IMB emphasized that Gulf of Guinea waters are still dangerous despite the appreciable gains and recent positive trends. Now moving to business, the Bank of Ghana BOG has justified again its financing of the budget post-COVID-19, saying failure to do so would have spelled doom for the economy. Before COVID-19 struck, the central bank between 2015 and 2020 had a policy of zero financing of the budget. However, that changed right after COVID-19 when government was struggling to raise enough revenue. Speaking at the University of Ghana's 75th anniversary public lecture on Ghana's economic, the need for paradigm shift, 
Director of Research at the Bank of Ghana, Dr. Philip Abredu Otu, said the Bank of Ghana had no choice but to save the economy from collapsing. So the central bank's point of view, we realized we needed an economy to protect. So there were choices that had to be made. Should we allow the economy to collapse or we should stick strictly to issues of fiscal dominance and then who picks up the pieces after the economy has collapsed? But that financing that we did in 2022 went mainly to deal with investors, domestic investors whose bonds had matured and government needed to pay these bonds and for which government had no resources, he explained further. Dr. Abredu Otu added that the Bank of Ghana stepped in as a lender of last resort as it always does to protect the financial sector. 100% of the amount was due to domestic bonds that had matured for which we had to step in to save these domestic investors and that is where this fiscal dominance issue came in so yes it came in but we did that to save domestic investors he concluded now moving to sports betters are expressing displeasure at the government's plan to levy taxes on lottery and sports betting as part of efforts to raise additional revenue for the country government slapped taxes on income from lottery betting and gambling According to several local bettors, the government's move is an attempt to prevent them from enjoying their winnings in peace. In an interview with the media, they urged the government to reconsider its plans to take a 10% withholding tax from winning in lotteries, sports betting, and games of chances at the point of payout. I could lose all my bets in a year, so if I should win one day and then 10% is deducted, it actually means that I have lost. Honestly, it is not fair. We are suffering because the system is not any better to taking away 10% of my bet wins is not a good thing. Another said, for one of the gamblers, this policy of taxing our fortunes in betting is not in our interest. 10% of our wins is too much for us to bear. Now in showbiz, Nollywood actor Yoel Edichi has cleared all posts from his Instagram account after deleting his second wife, Judy Austin, and their son's pictures. Yoel Edichi's decision to empty his Instagram page has caused diverse reaction on social media. As of the time of filing the report, his page is now bare, devoid of any posts, family related or not, with different speculations and opinions that have taken over social media. This comes after Yu Ediche recently lost his first son, Kambili Chuku, whom he had with his first wife, May. Kambili Chuku died in March after developing a seizure and was rushed to the mother and child hospital in Lagos. Following the 16-year-old's death, the Lagos State Police Command has said it will investigate the death of Kambili Chuku. The Lagos Police spokesperson, Benjamin, in a chat with BBC, confirmed that there is an ongoing investigation to uncover the cause of Kambili Chuku's death. Mr. Benjamin said Yule reported the incident at a police station close to him. Meanwhile, some fans are concerned about Yule Ediche and his family. One wrote on social media, Chai, may God heal their broken heart. It is well with me and you. It is not easy at all. While another noted, Omo, grief is a terrible thing. 
one fan also acknowledged that Yule Ediche's actions stem from grief, stating that the kind things to do would be to let him be. One social media user who believes deleting the post solves nothing wrote, why delete them now? The damage has already been done. Polygamy never ends well. Even if Jude is not diabolical, there will still be problems. And that's how we draw curtains for the evening's news on Ghana Talks Radio. Do log on to www.ghanatalksradio.com for more of these stories and follow us at Ghana Talks Radio on all social media platforms. You can as well download the GTR app from your app store or Google Play to listen. The news was read by Awin Temi Akansukum and I say thanks so much for making time. Have a good evening. Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rock in the nation.